What's happening, 4th and Inches Fantasy Football fans? We are very excited to let you guys know that we are no longer 4th and Inches Fantasy Football. We're actually Cheat Code Sports. Uh, we made this change due to us wanting to expand. You know, we wanted to expand into all the four sports. Uh, eventually, in the next coming years, we are going to be a four-sport fantasy football website and podcast. Uh, you know, will there be different podcasts for each one? So this is the fantasy football podcast. We're going to have a baseball, basketball, and hockey uh, coming up. So, yeah, that's a change that we are going to be making. We're super excited about it. Just wanted to make sure you guys know. And uh, we will be called Cheat Code Sports. So you can visit us on the website at www.cheatcodesports, Cheat Code Sports. Get all your information on there, guys. We constantly put stuff up on there. You are going to enjoy that information. And let's get to the show. What's going on, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football Podcast listeners? You got Steve and Kev today. What's going on, Stevie P? What's going on, Kev? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, Dan is a little busy with work right now, so Steve and I are going to hold down the fort. Uh, we're going to get into a little game today. Steve, why don't you introduce the game? All right, so we're going to play Red Light, Green Light. So I am going to name a player that is going to be a free agent that is in free agency this year. And then Kev's going to say red light, green light if he wants to talk about him. So that's the game, and here we go. All right, so basically when we when we bring these guys up, we're going to talk about where we would like to see them go, you know, if we, if we think they are going to move teams. You know, guys we think that are going to go back to their original location, a.k.a. I'll scratch one off the list right now, Drew Brees. Drew Steve Brees. says Drew Brees, we're going to green light. We're going to keep on going because I feel like Drew Brees is going back to the Saints. I think everybody thinks that. So let's get it going. All right, that's the game. Here we go, Kev. First guy, <laughs> Drew Brees not playing. <laughs> all right, Dak Prescott. Uh, all right, I'm going to say green light. I think he's going back to the Cowboys. They're going to franchise tag him, if anything. Yeah, I think he goes back to the Cowboys. That is not really – you know, Jerry Jones can't afford to lose him, especially if he doesn't get somebody else back in there. So I think Jerry is just going to green, you know, green light, let him stay. Tom Brady. All right. So we got to go red light here um, just because of all the, the possible scenarios we've heard, you know, San Diego, Tennessee, uh, uh, who else? Uh, Raiders, yep. you know, po- 49ers. I, I, 49ers now is the new hot one. You know, for me, I think he's winding back up in New England. I, it's just my feeling, just how I, you know, I apparently today, you know, Adam Schefter reported that him and Bill Belichick talked recently, um, didn't really mend fences or come to any kind of agreements or anything like that. But just the fact that he's in communication with the franchise, I think he's going back. Uh, you know, this is going to be something where he just kind of wait and sees what they do and 
they're going to do enough. You know, they're trying to get back to a Super Bowl. They ain't got much time left in either one of their careers. So that's my personal opinion. What do you feel, Steve? Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, I think if they can get a cop, you know, a competent quarterback in there, I do think they're going to move on from Tom Brady. Only because I think, like you said, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, I think they have been having serious issues ever since the Jimmy Garoppolo fiasco. You know, a couple of years back, you know, they were talking about, you know, Bill Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy. You know, Tom Brady was, you know, basically, you know, the in the front of the line telling Bob Kraft to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. And for me, I think that that had a a wear on their relationship. So, you know, it would not surprise me if Tom Brady went somewhere else. Um, it also wouldn't surprise me if he stayed. So I am going to say that he leaves. Where, where would you like him to wind up? If I'm being honest, I think I would really like him to be a Charger. I think they have everything in place to be a win-now team. And, you know, the 49ers, they don't really need Tom Brady. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't isn't the reason they lost that Super Bowl. He's not the reason they, you know, he, he wasn't the reason that they could have won it either. I mean, he didn't do a whole lot in that game to, to help them win. But he didn't hurt them enough to make them lose that game. So, you know, for me... I think the Chargers makes the most sense, you know, of all the teams that are, you know, ready to be a playoff team. Boy, oh boy, what that would do to Keenan Allen's fantasy value. Oh my God, <laughs> not that, not that it ain't been great. Not that it hasn't been great as is, but last year he kind of dipped a little bit. I think, you know, getting 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 Tom Brady in there, who to me at this point in their careers is better than Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers looked terrible last year. Yeah, so. he was bad. He had a bunch of games where he was just, especially towards the end of the season, he was throwing picks. That Raider game, like, he was just yeah. throwing the ball to the Raiders all day long. The Raiders' defense is not good, and he just, I don't know, it was uh, it was bad to watch. It was not fun to watch Phillip Rivers towards the end of last season. Nope. All right, next guy, Phillip Rivers. <laughs> Speaking of the devil. So, what do you think? All right, so – I'm going to green light. And the reason I'm going to green light is not because I don't think that he's leaving or anything like that. If I had to say, I think he's going to wind up in Indy. But the reason I'm going to go green light here is because I just don't think Phillip Rivers holds significant fantasy value at this point after we saw last year. I mean, you know, maybe it helps the wide receivers on a team he winds up with. But, you know, if Phillip Rivers goes to Tampa Bay, I mean, you know, he could be a beast there. But. You know, it, it all depend, depends on where he winds up, I guess. You know what? I'll red light it. I'm going to change and red light it because of that reason. We just said Phillip Rivers. He goes to Tampa Bay and takes over Jameis Winston's offense. Oh, my God. He is going to be very, very fantasy relevant. So, yes, Tom, um, you know, he's, I just think I, he's going to wind up in Indy with Frank Reich. I think, you know, that's that's most logical for him. You know, it's a system he's familiar with. Apparently, he was uh, – you know, close with the offensive coordinator while while he was there as well, while he, when they were in San Diego together. So, you know, to me, that's where he's going to wind up. But, you know, his family is in, in Tampa and he has 12 kids and a 13th on the way and it's trying for number 20 next year. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's but. definitely he's definitely interesting. Um, Him or Antonio Cromartie, man. Them guys, man, they need to learn the invention. The condom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they need to use the condom. It's an amazing product. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, Nick Sirianni was his his offensive coordinator. 
uh, in, you know, in what's it called? San Diego. In San Diego. So, yeah, they, I mean, they got they have some some guys that, you know, I definitely think would benefit Philip Rivers. And they also have, you know, what I mean, T.Y. Hilton. So to me, I would love to have Philip Rivers to go there because I love T.Y. And I think you got a young Paris Campbell in there. You got Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle, you know, two tight ends. You know, we've seen Philip Rivers use the middle of the field a lot. But yeah, I definitely I definitely would like to see him go with the Colts. I would also like to see him go with Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay just they might have the best wide receiver duo uh, in the whole NFL. So, you know, either one of those teams, I think he could have a productive season. Um, Fantasy-wise, he'd be more productive in Tampa. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Better chance to win in Indy, but more productive for fantasy and stat-wise in Tampa. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Amari Cooper. Uh, I'm going to say he winds up back in Dallas. I'll I'll green light. I think he's just going to wind up back in Dallas, especially if they franchise Dak. You know, they're going to keep that, that trio around. Yeah, that's that's kind of their new Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, you know, the triplets. I think that's that's what Jerry's aiming for with Amari Cooper. Um, I love it because I think that ultimately over the long haul, this is going to really hurt their team as an Eagle fan. You know, they're going to not be able to pay that line. They're going to have to take cuts on defense. You're going to see Byron Jones leaving that team, you know, so it's going to hurt them in other areas. But ultimately, I do think Amari Cooper winds back in Dallas. Yep, I agree. I think uh, you don't give up a first round pick for a guy that you're going to let walk in free agency. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't see the logic in that. I don't think that Jerry is dumb enough to let that happen. And I think Cowboys fans would be extremely angry if he just let him leave. Uh, especially, you know, like I said, first round, give up a first round pick to go get him, and then he has two really productive seasons. Well, basically a season and a half of really good production for you, and you just let him walk. I don't, I don't, you know. To me, that doesn't make really any sense at all. So, you know. Yeah, he actually took the opposite direction that most players take. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of guys, I feel like Amari Cooper was very banged up. And a lot of guys in their in their contract years, when they get banged up, they'll sit out because they don't want to risk further injury because they want to get that money. Amari Cooper was really banged up, and he kept going out there week in, week out, showing that he was a warrior. So, yeah, I, I do. I think that they're going to pay him and reward him a contract. Yeah, I agree. All right, so there's a couple of defensive players on this list that we're not going to go over because, you know, we're talking fantasy. But, um, you know, we're going to go to the next offensive player, and that is A.J. Green. They said the, the Bengals are going to franchise tag him. Hopefully it's a franchise tag to trade because if he wants back, if he's a Cincinnati Bengal next year, that's got to be so depressing for him. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, honestly, you know, Jared Burrows, I think, is a very, very – one of the best, you know, quarterbacks to be coming out of the draft in a really long time. Um, but even still, you know, this franchise has just never showed – you know, since they lost to the 49ers in the Super Bowl, you know, in the 80s, this team has never showed the ability to, you know, do much of anything, no matter who they bring in there. You know, Carson Palmer coming out of college was like a, a lock. The dude was almost a lock to – be a really good quarterback in the NFL and he was for a couple of years but they still just never did anything so if AJ smart he'll you know he'll make sure it's known that if they do franchise tag him he is going to have some uh less quote-unquote say 
injury issues. <laughs> injury issues. It's not. He's not. It's, he's not unfamiliar with those. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Sit out the whole season. You know what I mean? I, I would do it. Screw that. No. Yeah, and I, I'll say this. It's actually going to be kind of crazy considering how bad they were last year. But the Bengals, to me, their offense is the has the most ifs for like, be such a gr- really solid. Like, if their offensive line continues the improvement that they saw last year. Because if you saw how their offensive line improved from week one to week 16, it got a lot better. Oh, yeah. Like Joe Mixon was able to actually run at the end of the year. If A.J. Green and John Ross stay healthy. Like those two guys with Tyler Boyd, you know what I mean? You got a nice little trio receivers with a dynamic running back. And if Joe Burrow is a winds up being the real deal quarterback. Like that, those three ifs come into play and the Bengals offense could honestly be really good. Yeah, it really could. And I'm, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm one of those guys that you know, if I think a rookie is good, I have no problem telling you, I think he's good. You know, I was Kyler Murray last year. I was telling you, I thought he was very good. You know, it's, I am not opposed to telling you a quarterback is really good. And I think Joe Barrows is very, very good. I just don't think the, the Bengals front office is very good. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, you can have the greatest quarterback in the world if you're not going to surround him with talent. And this is the other thing. You know, I do think Zach Taylor is a very good coach. I think he is definitely a good offensive mind. Uh, He showed it last year with no quarterback play. You know what I mean? Andy Dalton just looked terrible to me, you know, all last season. And he really had nothing else. And he still was, you know, getting, moving the ball, putting some points up on the board. So I do think he's a very good coach. But, you know, I just don't trust, you know, anything else in the front office of the Bengals to make them a team that, you know, is going to make Joe Burrows great, you know. So if they keep if they keep AJ, you know, it it you know, because Joe is saying keep him, you know, I would like to see if, you know, he can maybe talk AJ into staying and wanting to play for this team, but I think at this point AJ's 32 years old. AJ you know, wants like, to get out of there. Yeah, yeah, he wants to get out of there. So, I, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him even a little bit. So, it is what it is. All right, so our next guy is going to be Jameis Winston. Well, Jameis is already – this is a green light. We have to talk about Jameis. He, he, he basically came out and said, I think, a few days ago that they're moving in the direction of getting away from Jameis Winston. So he will not be back in Tampa Bay. Um, Jameis, man, like I – you know, Stephen A. Smith on ESPN brought up, brought up uh, the Patriots – um, and now like, everybody has run with that. I've even seen his picture on uh, the DraftKings Facebook uh, page with him in a Patriots uniform. I don't necessarily think the Patriots is the best spot for him per se, just because of how they play offense. You know, they're more of a dink and dunk. Now, maybe they would change their philosophy uh, with Jameis because he's more of a gunslinger. But, you know, Bill Belichick, is not a guy that wants to bring in a, a turnover machine. He wants to bring in a guy that's probably a little bit more of a game manager because, you know, Tom Brady basically outside of maybe five to seven years of his career was the best game manager in football. You know, I, literally he had about a five to seven year period where he was in a monster and the rest of his career, he was basically just uh, the best game manager there ever was. So, um, you know, to me, you know, I can't see Jameis in New England. And, you know, if I had to think of some options, man, 
Maybe Oakland. Maybe he winds up with the Raiders as competition for Derek Carr. Maybe he winds up in Chicago for competition for Mitch Trubisky. Uh, yeah, I you know, think that would be better, much better. Yeah, the Bears to me would be much better. I I just don't think he's an upgrade to Derek Carr. And I think if you if you watch him play, see, this is the one thing that you can say about Derek Carr that you cannot say about Jameis Winston. Derek Carr can definitely be a guy that does not turn the ball over. You know what I mean? He keeps your team. He doesn't win games for you, but he doesn't lose them for you either because he's not going to throw. He's not going to have two, three interception games like Jameis. Jameis, there, there was countless times last year where Jameis threw three, four interceptions in a game. Like, it's un, unbelievable how terrible he was last year. He was, mm-hmm. and, and he just put up the stats so people go, "Oh yeah, he's a great fantasy quarterback because he's just no matter what happens, he's going to throw the ball and get it, whatever." That's true in the Tampa Bay Bucks offense. You, know yeah. I mean? you put him over with the Bears, don't get me wrong, I'm going to really like, I'm going to really, really, really like Allen Robinson. I'm talking about like stupid like Allen Robinson, like a top three wide receiver if he goes there because I know he's going to just zoom in on him and just throw him the ball 30 times a game. You know what I mean? But in the same breath, he's going to throw interceptions and that hurts your offense. And You know what I mean? Like, So, yeah, the Bears would definitely be the team that I would like to see him go to. Yeah, probably I'll go. Like I said, you know they've they've already said they're bringing in a veteran, so you know to compete with Mitch. So that that would probably be to the guy. I mean, you know, and he could beat Mitch out. Mitch is not good. Mitch is bad. No, no. Yeah, Mitch is bad. All right, so our next guy, Hunter Henry. Oh, uh, they're franchise tagging him. Yeah, it sounds. So he's like he'll it. be back in San Diego. Yeah, that's what it look, that's what I've heard. The last thing. Uh, if he were to leave, I just want to play the little game because I do think he's going to be back in San Diego because they'd be dumb to let him go. But well, Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the team- I may have even said San Diego uh, <laughs> when we were talking about Philip Rivers. So yeah. it's just so not right. But I go know ahead. it's not right. But so Hunter Henry, the team that I would like to see him go to, that I would be like really, really super excited to see him go. And I know a lot of people aren't going to agree, but Buffalo, man, listen, (laughs) I'm a Bills fan. We all know this. But listen, this is the thing. Josh Allen, right, if we saw last year, how many times did we see him go deep to Dawson Knox? He went deep to Dawson Knox a lot. And Dawson Knox is not as athletic as Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry can get deep. And if he went to the Bills team, I think they would have a great relationship. I think they would be a great tandem. You know what I mean? Josh likes to throw the deep ball, and De- and Hunter Henry gets there, gets deep a lot. I mean, you saw it last year with with what he was doing last year. You know what I mean? He had what did he have? I think it was two or three touchdowns over thirty yards. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what Philip Rivers throwing him the ball. Could you imagine? Like, Josh Allen has literally limitless range. Like, if you saw some of the damn throws this kid made, he could throw a seventy yard pass in the air, like all air. It's insane. I would love to see him, you know, running up the middle of the field, being thrown a ball to a guy that can get it, you know, more than 40 yards downfield. If that dude's not a Charger next year, he's probably going to be a Patriot. That would, <laughs> oh, my God, I would hate that. I'm just telling you, the hate, one position position they really need. Yes. And that's the thing, though. If if the if he did go to the Patriots, right, They don't they have to bring Tom Brady back? Like, it, like well that well that's the that's the whole th- reason why Brady's sitting out is because they want more weapons. You turn around and bring in Hunter Henry and you know maybe go out and get another receiver on the outside. Robbie Brady's Anderson. coming back no problem. 
<laughs> He's coming back with a smile on his face. Yeah, you're not lying. Because I think Nikhil Harry's going to develop into a very good receiver. So, do I. so you got Nikhil Harry out there. You got Edelman. You got Hunter Henry. If he he's not going to be a Patriot. No. He's being franchise tagged. Yeah. But I'm just we're talking what if scenario here. You get Hunter Henry with those two other guys, and then you add maybe um, you know, uh, another receiver on the outside. One of these free agent guys. You know. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's a couple of free agents. You know, you got Emmanuel Sanders. I think Emmanuel Sanders would work real well in the Patriots' offense. <sighs> you know what I mean? But I think Emmanuel's just going to wind up back in San Fran. I don't think he's leaving San Fran. Yeah, I think they just traded for him. They, I doubt they, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think I think he probably stays. You got Robbie Anderson is another guy. I mean, is the next oh, guy. Oh man, that's another guy. He turn around and get Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if he got Robbie Anderson, I agree. I think. I think the Patriots offense would be an offense he'd want to play in. You know what I mean? He This is the thing about Tom Brady last year. I think a lot of people uh said that he was really terrible. I was reading on Twitter, you know, a bunch of people he they posted something on Twitter like uh, you know, it was I actually posted it. It was I wasn't the originator of the post, but I retweeted it and it was something about Tom Brady and Julian Edelman sitting at a basketball game, and Julian Edelman's like, he'll be back, he'll be back. He'll be back, yeah. Yeah, and Tom Brady was like, no, you won't. But, you know, people jumped on Tom Brady, and they were, they were like, oh, he's terrible, he's trash, he's washed up, he's this, he's that. I didn't see that last year. I'm sorry. Like, I, I – and this is the thing. I watch every game. <laughs> like, this is not an exaggeration. Like, I watch every single game. So – for and I might not watch every single game every single week because it ca- takes me a little while to catch up on the games. But I'm telling you, I watch at least seven games a week, and then I watch every game by the end of the season. Like I've seen by Super Bowl, I have seen every single NFL game that has been played. And Tom Brady this year did not look like a washed-up quarterback. He was still making throws. He has never been a guy who, I mean, like, for let's say for the past seven years, he has not been a guy that goes deep. Ever since he lost Randy Moss, he doesn't tend to throw the deep ball. You know what I mean? He has never been a guy who throws 60 yards downfield no. ever. Even with, never. Yeah, even with Randy he was, Moss. Even with that, like I said, he he's basically had five to seven years to when he was a stud, and then he's been a game manager, pretty much the best game manager ever the, the rest of his career. And – the like I said, the Patriots took advantage of his skill set. He is extremely accurate and extremely smart. Yeah. So he can he reads the defense, knows what the defense is going to do, and as soon as Julian Edelman has that quick breaking route, or you know even if it's a streak up the sideline, he knows where he's going to throw the ball before that play even starts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean it's it's. You know, all it is is about his knowledge and his accuracy and very little about his arm strength. So, you know, obviously you have to throw the ball deep once in a while. But when he does, he throws a relatively fine deep ball. I mean, I've seen we've seen we've seen plenty of of bad deep ball throwers in the NFL that are successful. I mean, you know, Ryan Tannehill, for example, we we just talked about him in, in you know, two couple podcasts back. He's not a great deep thrower, yeah, but he had a very successful season this year. Yeah. You know, you don't, you know, it's just more about accuracy, man. Ryan Tannehill threw seven, his 73% or 72% was his completion percentage. Yeah. You no. Know? Yep. 
And that's what you need. As long as you're accurate, you don't need to throw the deep ball a whole lot. And Tom Brady is still accurate. I mean, he's still, still getting the ball in there. You know, he made a couple errant throws this year that I was surprised he made. But he still, what did he end the season with? Four interceptions, I think it was. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I yes. don't think he's wa- completely <laughs> washed up. You know what I mean? I, I think it's funny when people say that. All right. So, uh, next guy. Got off on a tangent there. Yeah, Let's get back off. to the list. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so, the next guy on our list, we just talked about Robbie Anderson. Um, but, know. yeah, we really didn't get into depth about what team. All right. So, let's do that. Robbie Anderson. Red light, green light. Green light. Green light. I would love to see him come in Philly. Um, I think he's the perfect deep threat. I think he was wasted away in the Jets, especially last year with Darnold being sick for those first few games. But this guy, to me, is one of the best deep ball you know, route runners there are. And if there's a team that needs that right now, it's Philly. Uh, they need any, any receivers all over the place. And you know, I, I doubt they bring Deshaun Jackson back. So to me, that would be a team I, I think would be very useful for Robbie Anderson, very, very much in the need. Definitely. Another team is Baltimore. Baltimore could wind up, you know, if you got two speedsters on the outside with with Robbie Anderson and Marquise Brown, you're just taking so much attention away from that run game. And if they're bringing guys up on the run game, you got guys just running downfield, man. If if he winds up in Baltimore, that offense is just going to be unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. I definitely, you know, for me, I I really like him on the Eagles. I think Carson Wentz throws one of the prettiest deep balls in the league he's very consistent with his deep ball you know what i mean he can hit you know he really there's really not a deep ball throw he can't make you know what i mean you watch a lot of guys with you know his arm talent and you'll see them you know they can hit all the you know all the throws on the you know right side line but the left side line they have a little they struggle a little bit or you know guys you know streaking up the middle they'll they'll overthrow guys up the middle you know you see that a lot in in you know deep ball throwers where they're overthrowing guys who run directly up the middle and Carson Wentz doesn't do that Carson Wentz is very accurate on either side throwing the ball deep uh he like he favors the right side uh when he does throw deep but he definitely is a guy that you know can get the ball deep anywhere around the field and if you have you know you have a guy like Robbie Anderson on the field you know it's that dude can take the lid off of any defense. So I really would love to see him in Philly. I just want to see him cut his hair first. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. That thing is bad. All right. So our next guy is Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. I'm glad we're talking about man. Teddy. I'm talking. I'm glad where it's bringing up Teddy because I have no clue. I have literally like, I talked to one of my friends because he is a big Teddy Bridgewater guy mm-hmm. and I have no clue. Like, I can't even think of what would be a good destination for Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe maybe the Chargers, if Brady doesn't go there, like, that would probably be a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so that would be my best guess. If Brady doesn't wind up in, in the, with the Chargers, that Teddy winds up there. Uh, but, man, it, it is just hard. Like, you think about where some of these – like, teams that need quarterbacks usually don't go after free agents. They usually aim for the draft to try to get the hot young guy. So you look at some of these teams that need quarterbacks, man, like like the Chargers, like the Buccaneers, like I, I wouldn't mind seeing Teddy in, in, in Tampa either. Yeah, Tampa oh, Bay. I, I think that's where he's going, if I'm being honest. Think so? Yeah, I think he goes to Tampa Bay. Honestly, okay, this is the one thing that, that Teddy does very well. He doesn't turn the ball over, right? 
we saw that last year. He didn't th- turn the ball over very much. You know what I mean? He is accurate enough, and he has a good enough arm that he can get the ball downfield to, you know, the guys in – I mean, could you That's imagine? That's the one thing. He just does not take the deep shot as much as he should. Yeah, well, last he year – a little bit more hesitant on his deep ball. Yeah, well, last year – Michael Thomas, okay, let's. Yeah, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is not a deep threat. Michael no. Thomas is a very, very, very good possession receiver that can get open all over the, you know, intermediate. I wouldn't even say very good. It's just great. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. Yes, he's a great. He's the best intermediate, you know, receiver in the NFL. He'll he'll get first downs. He grinds out first downs. And when when you see him bust off long plays, it's not only not him catching the ball forty yards downfield. It's him breaking a tackle, and then you know, there's no safety help. You know, what I mean, he just cuts across the field on a you know on an in route or you know whatever it is that he's doing he breaks a tackle and he ends up going you know 50 for a touchdown because there's nobody out there helping but he's not the deep threat I think with Teddy you know Mike Mike Evans is probably I would say a top three deep deep threat you know I mean guy and he gets he doesn't really break tackles so he gets tackled a lot after catching the ball but he's so damn tall that when he gets down the field and they throw it up to him he blocks out the sun and just goes and gets the ball so i do think teddy bridgewater would be a little bit more you know uh you know a little more of an attacking quarterback on a tampa bay offense that you know i mean we all know bruce arians is the dude like yo get us guess what we need six go chuck it you know what I mean? So he's not going. He's going to have the green light, as we're in. You know, New Orleans and, is just throw the ball to Michael Thomas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and Sean is not the type of coach that's going to be like, "Yo, check it out, go deep," because <laughs> yeah. who the hell do they got going deep? You know what I mean? Like Traquan. I, yeah, Traquan. It's basically it. So you know, I definitely think Teddy Bridgewater in Tampa Bay is is going to be a is going to be the thing. You know, what I mean, if I had to guess. All right, so we have a couple more guys. Emmanuel Sanders, we kind of briefly talked about, but yeah, I think he's going. Yeah, he's going back to 49ers. I can't see him going anywhere else. They just traded for him. They obviously had success when he was there. I think they'll just bring him back. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think, you know, and honestly, he was playing hurt towards the end of the season. Like he even said it. You know, I mean, he was he was not a hundred percent. I can't remember what game it was that he hurt himself, but basically after that game, he was just slowed up. He. he he started off gangbusters with the 49ers and then, you know, he got hurt. And I want to say it might've been the Arizona game. He, he did something. And then, uh, he was just not the same player basically the rest of the season. So, you know, I definitely think the 49ers bring him back. I think they see something in him that they like. And he's one of those guys that gets, you know, he gets open quick. He's, he's a mm-hmm. Debo style player. You know I mean? Debo is obviously a lot more physical, but you know, Emmanuel Sanders can get open, you know, very quickly on most corners. All right, so the next guy we're going to talk about, there's there's actually a couple of guys here. So Derrick Henry we'll bring up because we haven't brought him up. I think we both think he's going back to Tennessee. But what do you think about Derrick Henry? Going back to Tennessee, green light. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely agree. I think after what he did, if they don't bring that dude back, they're just a dumb franchise. Yeah, and honestly, if he does leave, I think I'm downgrading Derrick Henry severely because. Perfect think, system for him. Yeah, it's literally the perfect system for him. You know what I mean? Like they have the they one of the best run blocking offensive lines. They have the system they want to run the ball. You know what I mean? Run and play defense with Vrabel, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I think going back there would be his best bet. Um, the next guy, actually, this one I'm actually interested in. Eric Ebron. What do you think happens to Eric? Eric Ebron. I actually didn't know he was a free agent. I actually just brought him up on the Colts. Um 
Hmm. I would like to see him back in Indianapolis, honestly, but this yeah, last year with the, not bringing him back. I think did I read, they? Yeah, I think I read something saying that they're not they're not going to bring him. Jack back. Doyle is a is a really good tight end, man. Yeah, uh, you know, if it, I would have liked to see Ebron go back there, especially with them possibly bringing in Philip Rivers and just having that option. But if I was to say, I mean, Ebron, he's definitely mm, got to go to a team that he, that needs size. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. that's what he is. That's what he is now in the NFL. He's a he's a cornerback that ha- I mean, a tight end that has size. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of the teams that need tight ends. I, I mean, obviously, you think Patriots when you think a team that needs tight end. I just don't see Ebron winding up into in New England. No, he just has um, enough hands. Yeah, not sure enough hands and just too injured all the time. I mean, I'm saying Hunter Henry like he's not, but. Um, yeah, the team that I that honestly I think he could go to and actually help out, I think it's the Giants if I had to pick a team, and it's because you know Evan Ingram is just always hurt, and when he goes down, they don't ever have anything behind him. You know what I mean? Like Brett mm-hmm. Ellison, they have you know guys like that, but it's you know what I mean? Like to me, I think if they had a guy that could carry you know the tight end snaps, I think you know that would help them out a lot because Evan Ingram has just not shown any ability to stay healthy. At all, you know I mean, if you get ten games out of you know out of him, I think, you know, I think you're happy, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you had him and then Eric Ebron backing him up, Dallas know, possibly. Dallas needs a tight end. Dallas Jason Witten. Jason Witten will not be back. It seems like either. So yeah, no, they're saying that probably not gonna. You know, he's probably not gonna stay. So yeah, I I could see I could see him going to either one of those teams and being all right. See that that's a name I'm actually interested in watching where he winds up. Just because of the level he was able to produce in Indianapolis, he was not that good in Detroit. Obviously, you know, people kind of, you know, he was kind of thrown to the wayside and then had a couple good years. Well, I would say a season and a half before getting injured, he was very productive. So, yeah, he's a, he's a name I'll, I'll be watching in, in uh, free agency. Yeah, he, he just has no hands, dog. His hands are terrible. They were good last year, two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. Two years ago, they were good. Last year, he dropped a bunch of passes again. Um, Austin Hooper. This is one I'm very interested oh, in. Yeah, another name. Uh, <sighs> all right, so I think he winds up back in the Falcons. I don't. I, I just can't. After what he did last year, I can't see them just not bringing him back. But he is going to command some money, and they have a lot of money allocated towards their quarterback and their wide receiver, which are you know two more important positions and especially you know with the type of players they have I do think Devontae Freeman is probably going to get cut at some point I don't think they'll be bringing him back on his salary so that should probably free up some money so with that being the case I do think he winds up back there although he is going to see some some free agent offer or, or yeah free agent yeah free agent he is going to get some free agent offers so yeah they said that they're going to another name worth to, watching yeah, yeah they said they're going to allow him to shop but I think they just want to see what his market is exactly. and see if they can match it. Um, honestly, teams that I would like to see him go to, I would like to see him go to Buffalo, obviously. I think we need – you know, don't get me wrong. I think Dawson Knox is a good, not great tight end. So I would like to see Buffalo, you know, in free agency go for a tight end that can, you know, be productive in the middle of the field. Uh, Austin Hooper, I would like to see him in Buffalo. There's – you know, I would actually like to see him – in honestly, I think 
like I said, the Giants. I think the Giants would be a perfect landing spot for him because this is this is the last year of Evan Ingram's deal. And if Evan Ingram can't prove that he's good, can stay healthy, I think honestly they need a tight end for the future. Yeah. And Austin Hooper could be that guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, you know, I think you know teams like that that you know. The problem is I don't think he's going to get the money he thinks he's going to get, which is why I think the Falcons are are mm-hmm. letting him shop around. Yeah, but you know it, it is what it is. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if he's thinks if he gets what he's thinks he's worth. And yeah, know. all three teams now in the NFC East are gonna need tight ends. You know, Jordan Reed's not gonna be back in Washington. Yeah, uh, and they're you know. always willing to spend. Yeah, so I can and, definitely see him doing that. And Jason Witten's not gonna be back in Dallas. You know, the Giants obviously could use a a sure thing at tight end with Evan Ingram always injured. So, you know, outside of the Eagles, man, that NFC East really needs tight ends. Uh, you know, the Bears, I mean, Trey Burton to me has been a guy that has not lived up to what they thought he was going to be in Chicago. Um, I did see that Green Bay could be interested in Austin Hooper. That would be dangerous. <laughs> that would be very dangerous. Yep. So Austin Hooper is definitely a name you're going to watch. These tight ends are tough because around the NFL right now, it seems like there's so many teams that need tight ends. So many teams that need viable quality tight ends. And with a guy like Hooper that's shown the ability to, you know, produce, you know, he's he's had two straight years of really good production. So he's definitely going to be probably a hot name on the the waiver wire. Or I'm sorry, in free agency. Yeah, definitely. He's going to be a guy that – I think a lot of people are going to offer money to. I don't know if anybody's going to offer more than Atlanta will, but we'll see. Bashard Perryman. Uh, hmm. So to me, his best bet is just to stay in Tampa because that's where he proved to be successful. Um, you know, maybe he winds up in Oakland. Oakland's obviously a team that's could that could probably use some receivers. Uh, you know, you, I think you brought up Philly the other day when we talked about Perriman. Um, you know, some receiver needy teams. I mean, you know, obviously Tampa isn't a receiver receiver needy team, but you know, one of those receivers is going to have to go in the next couple of years because Godwin's going to have to get paid. So, you know, they're going to need a cheap option on the other end that's proven to be productive. And you know, I, to me, you know, that would be the best the best place for him to stay. Cause like I said, he was very productive there in the short time that, you know, he was kind of their number one option. Uh, but yeah, that those, those three teams would probably be best if I had to, had to pick one. Yeah, honestly, I agree. I think Tampa would, you know, if he's smart, he'll stay in the Bruce Arian system, you know, can continue to, you know, thrive there, you know, getting limited, you know, targets because, you know, you can't, you're not going to out target Mike Evans or, or, uh, uh, drawing a blank. Chris, Chris yeah, Godwin. Yeah. Chris Godwin. I mean, you're not going to out target those two guys, but in the same breath, you know, if he does go to another team, who knows if they're going to use him in the same capacity. And, you know, I, I think if Bashad Perriman is smart, he already knows that he played well, very well in the Bruce Arian system and he just stays in Tampa. You know, he just, you know, for me, this that's is what I would do. Perriman is a, is, is a, he's the, he's a situation where you're going to see what this dude's really about. Is he really about trying to get better and improve his game? Or is he about making that money? Cause somebody, some team's going to offer him money off of the way he played at the end of the last year. 
So if he wants to go make an extra, you know, $5 million, he probably can go get it somewhere. But if he wants to get better as a football player and, you know, improve on his career and then, you know, make that money down the road, he'll stay in Tampa where, you know, he may not get the numbers or or the money, but he, he will improve because we've seen he made a drastic improvement in his game. Just his route running. I mean, his route running last year compared to years before was unbelievable. Yeah, it got much, much better. Yeah, he got much, much better. Perryman was definitely a, a big improvement. And like I said, you know what I mean? If he, if he decides that he wants to do that and, you know, he'd be smart. Honestly, his agent should be telling him, hey, listen. I mean, you played very well in Bruce's system. You know, we think Mike Evans, you know, is probably going to be the man out. You know what I mean? The odd man out when his contract ends because he's, you know, going to be off, going to want, you know, more money than his last contract. He's already one of the highest paid wide receivers. So, you know, I would think he would be the person to go on that team and he could pick up his slack. You know what I mean? Go move right into that spot and, you know, be a heavily targeted guy. You know, and then, you know, sign a two-year, three-year dial right now and then re-sign for a bigger deal later. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's what I would do if I were him. If I would, if I were his, you know, agent, I'd be telling him that. All right, so next guy, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, hmm. Honestly, I think he winds up back with the Chargers, and I said this kind of halfway through the year. I mean, his, his, his bio, the running back – the running back uh, holdout to me does not help them, you know, because they come in, they're not ready, they're not, you know, they're not as as ready to go as, as other positions, you know, the 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 speed of the game for running backs to me, outside of quarterback, the running back position is probably the hardest to gauge, just on finding holes to hit, uh, you know, being able to read the blocks and and where you're where you're trying to get to. Uh, through that offensive line and you know you're holding out and missing that time like to me it just it sets you back and then when you get in there you're you're not used to the physicality you've been beaten up a little you're you know you're not used to the physicality of of practice the way these other guys are so you know you you saw it with Le'Veon Bell he was not the same player this year and in the second half of the season Melvin Gordon just did not look as good as he had in previous years so with that being the case He's not going to command as much money as he thought he was going to get, and he's going to wind up back uh, with the Chargers. Yeah, for me, I don't think he stays with the Chargers only because I think they like what they have in Justin Jackson uh, as the, you know, as the, I guess, I wouldn't say bruiser because he's not a bruiser, but, you know, the running between the tackles guy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't think they really feel like they need to keep Melvin, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I do think that they're going to let him go because, you know, like I said, he wants a lot more money than I think he's worth uh, or he thinks he's worth. Uh, Yeah, he's not going to get that money. No, no, I don't think so either. You know what I mean? They, I, you know, he's, he was talking, you know, before last season that he wanted like 15 mil a year. And that's, that's, uh, you know, that's Todd Gurley money. You're not, you know, he was not going to make Todd Gurley money. That just was never going to happen. That wasn't going to be a thing. So I don't know why, you know, don't get me wrong. I get the holdout. You know, if you have Todd Gurley statistics, but he doesn't have Todd Gurley statistics before he did that. And, you know, so for me, you know, Zeke Elliott and and Todd Gurley and, you know, Saquon Barkley, he hasn't done this yet. But, you know, Saquon Barkley eventually is going to be a guy that gets paid a whole lot of money, probably going to be the Mm -hmm. highest paid, you know, player. 
Yeah, McCaffrey, you know, those guys are all going to be, you know, the higher pay. And Melvin Gordon is just not in that tier. So where where does Melvin wind up? For me, Melvin Gordon, there's a couple of teams that I would like to see him go to. I think the best team for him would probably be like, oh, man, it's. A lot of people have been saying Detroit. Yeah, I've see, been I, hearing Detroit. I think he would be it's good. It's kind in of Detroit. a one-two punch with with Carry On. Yeah, I mean, like, Carry On's another guy who can't stay healthy. So. Yeah, I thought Detroit, and I was sitting there thinking, you know, Detroit would be a good thing. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a podcast, and I was like, yeah, Detroit. But honestly, thinking about it, you know, in depth more, I just, you know, Detroit doesn't have the, you know, power blocking line. I think at this point. I think he needs a team that's going to be able to block for him. And I just don't think that the Lions have that great of a pass-blocking, you know, offense. So, you know, a team that I think that he could flourish with, I actually would like to see him go to KC because I think, you know, I don't think he's going to get the money that he deserves or that he thinks he's going to get. And I think, you know, KC could use a running back. And if they can get him for, you know, let's I say – I've seen plenty of mock drafts saying uh, Casey's going to take Swift in the first round. Yeah, that would be – oh, my God. If they, if they <laughs> that would be crazy. If they don't, though, I would like to see Melvin Gordon go go there because I think, you know, he, he does everything you need. I mean, he catches the ball out of the backfield. He's not great at it, but he does it. Uh, he runs the ball well between the tackles. I would like to see him go to KC. Um, and there's not really too many other teams that I think he would be, you know, amazing on. I think Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. See, the thing with Tampa is their run blocking is terrible. Yeah, they're not necessarily a, it's not really necessarily bad. the running backs. I mean, but yeah, it's just not good. I would like to see him go to a team with you know that can run block, and I think you know to me, Houston maybe. Yeah, I would like to see him in Houston. I think you know Houston's not the greatest you know run, running offensive line, but we saw what Carlos Hyde did last year. Carlos Hyde was a guy that you know he looked pretty good. Successful, fell in the end zone plenty of times. Yeah, so, you're going to get some. You're going to get red zone carries with Deion, oh, with yes. Watson and DeAndre Watson. Yes, yeah. definitely. All right, so there's two more guys we're going to bring up, and uh, we'll we'll end it there, I guess. Okay. So, Jordan Howard, I had to bring him up. <laughs> um, he's not going to be back in Philly. No, I, I don't think they're bringing him back. So, to me, I mean, Jordan Howard. You know, he's a tough one because he's not going to be a guy that can, he's not going to get a lot of money. He's not going to be a guy that, you know, he's not anybody that's really moving the needle to me uh, in anybody's particular offense. Um, honestly, you know, the Chargers, if they let Melvin Gordon go and Justin Jackson, maybe they, or they don't, you know, think that he, you know, that if anything, that's what they would need is the power back. Obviously, Eckler could, is plenty you know relevant in the past game and you know as a good as you know kind of a Miles Sanders dual threat uh but yeah I mean I, if I was to say maybe maybe San Diego uh they're definitely somebody that already has kind of a scat backish you know maybe 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 Detroit Detroit's another team you know a guy like carry on who can do both things uh, catch the ball out of the backfield and run but they need more of a bruiser in there so maybe Detroit uh those couple teams yeah, I agree. I think I definitely like Detroit uh, as an option because I think Detroit can block. You know, I mean, they're not the greatest offense, you know, offense run blocking team, but you know, Carry On is just always getting hurt. I do think they need a guy to, you know, help him out, take some some carries away from him, and 
you know. They've seen what Howard can do too. They played against him twice a year in in Chicago. Jordan Howard is a very good running back. I mean, people just do not give Jordan Howard the credit he deserves. Like he had one bad year behind a bad Chicago offensive line and we saw how bad the offensive line was this past year. Like now, Jordan Howard was averaging 4,000 yards in that season. Four, so. No, he was 4 4 off. Oh, 4 yards off. 996. Yeah. Trust me, I had a bet that Jordan <laughs> Howard will run for a thousand yards that year. So I know for a fact. <laughs> Missed about I mean, four yards. Yes. But uh yeah, so I mean this even this year, past year with Philly, he was he had over five hundred yards and was averaging four point eight yards per carry. Yeah. So like the dude the dude can play if you give him a line to run behind. Yeah, he had that huge game against the Green Bay Packers. I remember that. Yep. All right, so our last guy and I think he might stay with his team, but I really there's a couple of teams that I would love to see him go to, and that's Kenyon Drake. Yeah, he's staying with the Cardinals. Yeah, <laughs> End of story. Yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna see. The only reason that I think he might go, might go is because David Johnson is getting paid. He's like a lot of money against. I the can't cap believe right now. they keep. I see. Like I don't. This is where like GM speak. Yeah. Just it's like. Like, what are you doing? Like, they're yeah. talking about bringing Johnson back, and he's absolutely part of their plans. And, yeah. dude, there's no way if, if I'm Kenyon Drake, excuse me, if I'm Kenyon Drake, there's no way I'm going back there if David Johnson's there. Yeah, no. Like, I want my team. Like, this is – like, I proved that I was better than this dude. Yeah. Like, way better than this guy. So, you know, if you're if you're going to bring him back and, and ultimately have me splitting carries, like, nah. Yeah. Nah. No, yeah. Not happening. I'll, I'll go somewhere else and, and have more of a role. Be the guy. Yeah, but I think I think he's going back to Arizona. I think they're going to eventually cut ties with David Johnson. You can't pay a guy that much money that's not no. worth it. No, definitely Especially not. Especially when he's not that big of a cap hit anymore. Exactly. So the three team, there's three teams that I would love to see him go if he does get cut loose because of the whole David Johnson thing. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would love him behind the Steelers' offensive line. And James Conner has showed the past two years he can't stay healthy. You know what I mean? And I hate talking bad about James Conner. I really do. I mean, the guy survived cancer. You know what I mean? He's, he's, you know, he seems like a really good dude. But, you know what I mean? In the NFL, it's, you know, not for long if you can't stay on the field. You know, NFL stands for not for long when you are always hurt. You know what I mean? So, Kenyon Drake. Ain't never been hurt. <laughs> I mean, like, no. The dude is always on the field. And guess what? If he's going to be. Well, he ain't always on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. Miami yeah. just don't put him on the field. Exactly. But he's, <laughs> he's always available to play, man. And in oh. Pittsburgh against that offensive line, dude. Oh, my goodness. I would love that. That would make me. That would make me extremely happy. Uh, the other team is the Texans. You know what I mean? The Texans, I think, just could use a guy like him. You know what I mean? He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's great at catching the ball out of the backfield. He's really good with the ball in space. And I think, you know, with the way they spread out their wide receivers, I think he would – you know, you can't stack the box against this Texans team. And he would just go bananas on this Texan offense. Um, and I would really, really like to see him go there. Um, and the other team that I would actually – I know – I know there's a lot of people that, you know, saw what the Atlanta Falcons did last year and were like, oh, yeah, they can't block, they can't run block or whatever. But 
I would love to see him on this Atlanta Falcons team, man. Like, I think he would be a better Devontae Freeman, a much better Devontae Freeman on an offense that can put up a lot of points. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. You know, uh, Matt Ryan loves to throw the ball to the backfield, you know, out of the backfield to the running backs. I, I would love to see him, you know, either one of those, you know, any three of those teams, I would love to see him go to. And I think he would be an absolute animal on any of those three teams. All right, so there you have it. That concludes the podcast and our red light, green light game for the day. Uh, remember, check us out on uh, Um uh, for all your fantasy football information and, you know, be on the lookout for the uh, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football Podcast uh, every one, uh, Wednesday and Fridays. So until next time, peace out, guys. Peace.